You're listening to Faith FM, 87.6, ASM 1.8, or 88, right across Australia. And we are about to have our encounter with God. But before we have our encounter with God, we have another clue for the quiz. We have two uh, little announcements. Okay. Uh, the first one, of course, is the clue for the quiz. Mm-hmm. So it's a what creature am I? What creature am I? And uh, I think we're up to, what is it, our fourth clue now? Before Peter, James, and John became Jesus' full-time sorry, disciples, their full-time occupation was to catch me. There you go. Uh, that's a pretty obvious one. Yes. Give us a call if you know the answer. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number. 1-800-324-843. Or you can text 0491-064-669. Lyle, we have forgotten to mention... Mm-hmm. Something that's been making us very, 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 very happy the last week. No, we haven't forgotten to mention. We were just not planning to mention it until now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was planning to mention it like every single time, but <laughs> we can't take up that much of the show discussing it. But yes, Lyle and I are going to be heading over to Africa. So Faith of M is going to be broadcasting from Africa. So exciting. So we'll be doing mission work in Kenya, Ethiopia, and perhaps South Africa. We're still working on South Africa details. But we are raising funds at the moment. Excuse me. So last week we heard from uh, Judy, who uh, helps run Kenya Health, the ministry that I'll be involved with there in Kenya in the Nakuru district. We did an interview with her. We talked about the you know, different uh, surgeries and, and medical stuff that, that the, the ministry there will be doing, the, the charity. And uh, we've started uh, asking for donations at our church there at Maitland, which is really fun. So over the weekend, uh, we stuck up a Christmas tree in the foyer. And covered it with little donation envelopes. So I'm going to put a little a video that I took of that Christmas tree. We call it the Kenyan Christmas tree. We have to put a little video of that up on our Instagram, so you can go check that out. We are still raising funds. I am actually very grateful for the, for the people who have already started donating. We really appreciate it. It is coming up to Christmas. It is a time that people are thinking about giving. Um, it's often, you know, the charitable time of the year, and so we would love to be considered. So just and there's something that I, w- I wanted to clarify. Mm-hmm. Because at church, someone came up to me and was like, why are you fundraising? Can't you just get Faith FM to pay for everything? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to be very, very clear. Okay, we need to fundraise for Faith FM as well, because we're only hanging on by the skin of our teeth here as it is. Faith Faith FM is actually not, um, hasn't got any money in this whatsoever. These are actually two personal mission trips that Lyle and I are going on. I was going to Kenya, he was going to Ethiopia, and we decided to combine them and then to take Faith FM across with us and broadcast from there. So it's a, it's like a personal... Because yeah, we love you guys. We'd miss you too much. Yeah, exactly. Like we'd love to go and do mission trips, but we don't want to miss all of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. You guys and, are amazing. And it's we thought, awesome. you know... Yeah, exactly. It'd be great content for our listeners to, to hear, you know, the Africa report and listen to us broadcasting from Africa. It'd be so exciting. Um, but just, we just want to be clear, this is, these are personal mission, mission trips from Lyle and myself. And so, um, Faith FM is not sponsoring it in any sort of a way. They're not, it's, it's nothing that's coming off their back. And uh, so that's why we are fundraising. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> if this is not something that Faith FM is footing the bill for at all. Um, so if you'd like to donate, we would seriously appreciate that. Uh, you can give us a call here. The number, of course, is 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. Or you can just go to kenyahealth.org, kenyahealth.org. And at the top of the page is a little tab that says donate. Um, all donations are tax deductible. We can send you receipts. No worries. But yeah, please call us up and, and uh, yeah. Do In some fact, Christmas there's a whole giving. bunch of things that people ask us about here at Faith FM all the yeah. time. Like, why don't you have, you know, this? And why don't you have that? And why don't, why don't you have podcasts? And why don't you have... 
live broadcast everywhere across Australia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of these things involve money. And That's the reason right. we don't have those things, why don't we have an extra hour to our show, mm-hmm. is because we have a budget that we have to stick to. Yeah. And we are running on fumes here at Faith FM. So yeah. feel free to donate either to Africa or Faith FM because we would love to see this broadcast go bigger and further and broader. Yeah. And Faith have, FM certainly. Have Darren here have his own radio show. Oh, that would be wonderful. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'd be great. Do my own studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean your own studio? <laughs> Studio, where you guys are is rather cramped. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was it studio was. We make things work, yeah. <laughs> I, must, I must say, I must say, I drove up the Pacific Highway to Kempsey at the weekend, uh-huh. and I got Faith FM in and out most of the way up. Oh. It was interesting. Um, there's a whole new areas up there that have opened up just recently that I, Port Macquarie, I got it, and Kempsey, mm-hmm. I got it, Taree, I got it. Um, nice. So I listened to Faith FM all the way up. The Pacific Highway. Good, that's, that's awesome. Great. You know, I listen to it whenever I drive up there. I listen to it all the way up, but I never, it never drops out for me because I use the TuneIn app on my phone. Oh, listen right. to that run, run it through my car radio. Oh, listen radio, to that. But I must smugness. say hello to all those Pacific Highway listeners. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, absolutely. And switch over to the TuneIn app because you'll get perfect. Oh, signal. by the way, we need to mm-hmm. uh, while we're doing big announcements, we need to uh, say a special welcome to um, all of our Outback listeners. Oh yes, Faith that I was just the, with the Outback, the vast network. Yes, how exciting. Has, Vastly increased our broadcast area. Another, um, what is it, another third of a million people or something or other throughout the outback? Yep, yep. G'day, g'day out there in the bush. So, uh, yeah, super exciting things happening all around the place. Oh, yeah, kind of a little shout out to Raphael. I met Raphael on Sabbath. So, yeah. Hey, Raphael, how's it going? One of our. One of our faithful listeners. I met a faithful listener yesterday down in Sydney. Who was it? I'm trying to remember who it was now, but um, yeah, somebody else that uh, loves the show and listens to it all the time as well. So it's always, always great to meet you guys. If, we, really if you ever bump into uh, into us and you are a listener to the show, then please come and make yourself known. And uh, it's always nice to hear. So we are now really nationwide. Like we've gone around the coast, but also now into the outback. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we basically cover the whole of the outback now. Um, and I think this is a satellite-assisted signal that's going out there. Really? And then transmitted, you know, at, uh, yeah, so, so right if across I the If I drove outback. to the middle of the Simpson Desert, could I pick up Faith FM? Um, come <laughs> June, I'm going to try that. <laughs> so How about that? So next year we'll do Faith FM live show in the outback. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now you're talking, now you're talking. Let's do, let's Faith, do Faith FM, FM does from the middle wheels. of the Simpson Desert. <laughs> I, I like that. But yeah, so yeah, we are going to Africa and uh, it's not Faith FM funded, so please donate. Yes. And let's get into Indeed. our Bible study. Yes. How much um, time have we got left for our Bible study? I'm not sure, but anyway. It hasn't, it hasn't, it hasn't changed colour yet. There it goes. All right, so... Um, we have been studying the subject of unity for this part of the year. This is the 20 million movement. So join 20 million other people around the world who are all studying the same chapter of the Bible together at the same time. And this week we are studying about disunity. Mm. Disunity is a major problem for unity. Profound statement of the day right there. Okay, let's go over to Acts chapter 15. Acts chapter 15, and we'll start reading in verse 36. Acts 15, and uh, Mon, why don't you start for us? That's right, Lyle. Pick the person who's coughing. That's right. <laughs> Mon, is, Mon is busily still trying to drink enough water to get rid of her, to wash away her sunburn. 
She's broadening up by the minute, I must say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. In personality or in skin tone? (laughs) Okay, okay. I think you need to get sunburnt more often, boys. This is a fun radio show. (laughs) I'm not having fun. My head hurts so much right now. I'm so grateful Darren's here. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm so happy he's here. Lyle's going to make him read all the verses and I can just be quiet. And then you go and ask me while I'm coughing to read all the verses. It's very short. Very short. <laughs> okay, Acts 15, verse... 36 to... Uh, well, it's the, <laughs> to the end of the book. You can't give a whole chapter now. <laughs> it was like, just 36. It's a short one. Actually, read the rest of the chapter. Okay. That's right. so, just 36 will be fine. After some time, Paul said to Barnabas... <clears throat> Let's go back and visit each city where we previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are doing. Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark. But Paul disagreed strongly since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in their work. Their disagreement was so sharp that they separated. Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas and as he left, the believers entrusted him to the the Lord's gracious care. Then he travelled throughout Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches there. Okay, so here we've got a most interesting uh, circumstance that arises in the early Christian church where they become, where two of the greatest evangelists and leaders of the church have a very sharp disagreement. Bringing about, you know, some serious. It serious doesn't disagreement. say actually what they said to each other, does it? There's no, a whole book written on the actual disagreement. <laughs> but it says it was sharp. In other words, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have the. Uh, you know, when, when the Bible uses the word sharp, it gives me the impression of heated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to remember that these people are human beings, just like us, and that on occasions things get out of hand, and uh, we don't know how heated this was, or or what the the level of the heat was. But it was something that they could not come to agreement on. But let's back up for a but, moment. Let's talk about. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Darren. I can say they're fighting over a, a young guy here, um, John Mark, and it's like, what's what's the problem with John Mark? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's talk about John Mark, and let's talk about why this was a problem. So, um, help us out here, guys. What was the history of John Mark, and uh, why was it that they were so well, that, that Paul was so determined not to have anything to do with him? You're listening to Faith FM. Positively different radio. Okay, so um, yeah, why was it? Why was it that John Mark was? Because uh, he was a wuss. He was a coward. All right, why? why he was chicken. He did a runner. Okay, just yes. saying it. Just, just, just so put it out there. Make, <laughs> make it a plane. So there, you're saying he can't be trusted. Well. <clears throat> Not back then. He couldn't be. <laughs> I guess he's got a bad track record. He has a bad track record, and I think I think Paul's problem was that he couldn't see any growth potential. Whereas I think Barnabas had a, a they had the growing hand, as they say. All right. So because some, some important lessons that we've got to learn here, it seems that John Mark was a part of the Christian Church very early on. Uh, he's only a young Holy guy. He's, Come a, he's, on. he's a young guy. Um, grew up in Jerusalem. The uh, it, it seems that this was where when Peter was released from prison by the angel and went to knock on the door and who what was the name of the girl uh, Rhoda yep who uh, came to answer the door and then went back inside and left Peter standing out there in the cold it's a hilarious story <laughs> um, and, and they didn't believe that he was actually standing at the door <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter's just standing at the door, just knocking at the door. Hang on. I've just broken out of prison. I need to be off the street right <laughs> yeah. now. Um, and they're like, oh, no, it's his ghost. But uh, 
It seems that um, this was John Mark's mother's home, um, oh. possibly even uh, the owner of the upper room. So somebody who is intimately acquainted with Christianity, there is every possibility that this was the same Mark who wrote the uh, Gospel of Mark. And if so, then this was a very early gospel that was written. Yes. Um, and so really sort of in, in many ways pioneering the writing of gospel stories. So, uh, yeah. Look, like I can understand why Paul was so frustrated with him because when you're, when you're on a mission, when you're undertaking some important project, there's nothing more frustrating than having to lean on a team member who's a lame leg. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And when you look at where Mark is coming from, okay, so Mark's got a very good pedigree. He's grown up mm-hmm. in Jerusalem. He's been a Which Christian. Which is probably from the only beginning. adding to Paul's frustration. Should we be thinking that this guy, this kid's just been sent along because, you know, his mama owns the upper room oh, kind of he's thing? He's entitled. Like a little bit of, was that nepotism stuff? Yeah, he's like a little entitled uh, Bible time millennial. <laughs> You put it so well. Like, that's how I imagine Paul would have been like. Don't hold back, Mon. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Ask me for Paul in this argument now. It's, it's a sunburn kicking in. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if I'm in pain, so is everybody else. <laughs> okay, so they do go on this mission trip, and at one particular point, um, Mark vanishes. The uh, according to tradition, according to tradition, uh, Christian history, Mark actually vanished without telling Paul. Oh, mm. that's a big he, no-no. He knew, mm. he knew that this would not go well if he talked with Paul about it, and so he just disappeared. Now, now, Darren, <laughs> you've spent a lifetime in children's ministry, and I'm sure you've done many mission trips where children have been a part of it and young people and uh, youth and all these kind of things. You ever had anyone bail halfway through? Oh, it happens. It yeah. happens. Um, uh-huh. With kids, I've, I've run youth groups where no one's turned up. Um, just like other things better to do. So and youth you, group with, you've got uh, the tea ready and you're waiting for the kids to arrive and they've gone this way, that way. That's <laughs> what youth ministry is all about. You can stick in there. One week you have 50, next week you have none. And they don't even, <laughs> they don't even let you know. They don't even send you a text, no, not, I'm not coming. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. No, they wouldn't do that. That sounds like John Mark to a T. Yeah, but that's that's youth for you. One one minute they're all in there, the next minute they've got something else happening. They're all over the place. They're, they're trying to find their identity and their place in society and, and where they fit. Um I guess um, what I like about Barnabas is that Barnabas is there, the encourager, mind you, yes. um, standing up for John Mark, saying, hey, give him another break. Um, yeah. Give him another break. Um, and we need people in our kids' lives who are like Barnabas, that, that just stand up for them no matter what and say, give this guy a break. Yeah. And have you in youth ministry had young people who have been massive letdowns and then turned out to be just amazing evangelists? For I'll tell you stories of pastors of churches now who are those sorts of people um, I've seen grow up and, and they're now they're about some of the best pastors. And, and now, um, now they're some of the best pastors and now, now, now the youth are uh, serving up the same thing on them that they served up when they were kids. No yes, doubt. yes, revenge is sweet for them. But it's good to have, watch and laugh as you get older. You watch and just see the, the cycle of life and see what happens and it's just... Just have a laugh, but but yeah, I think we need to make sure that we are, do hang in there with these kids, the John Marks, because mm-hmm. they will become, who knows, the future prime minister. If, if or Barnabas, if Barnabas had not <coughs> given John Mark a second chance, potentially, what could have happened with John Mark? You know, rejection by both Paul by, by two of the biggest church leaders of the time in that region. Well, kids will go and find where they're accepted. So if they don't find it in the church they'll find it somewhere else, and that's very unfortunate. And so we could potentially have no Gospel of Mark There'd be today. no Gospel of Mark, no, no, no Acts story, no, no talk today, John Mark's history. Um, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't even have the name mentioned. 
Um, it could be um, a non-event. Mm. And um, who, are, who are we, I guess, today um, turning away because we say, oh, no, no, they're not reliable. You can't, you can't have them. Um, who, are, who are we um, turning away like, like, mm, mm, like mm. Paul did? But at the same time, who are we encouraging and standing up for and advocating for just like Barnabas did? Now, if you get a John Mark in your congregation who, uh, like, yeah, puts his hand up, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, and then, of course, wusses out halfway through and turns out to be a massive failure, how many, how many times do you go back and persevere with that person? I, um, I would say as a pastor, um, as a children's pastor, never give up on these kids. Never give up. Keep trying, keep trying, because it's often one moment... Um, one event can, can make all the difference and change a life trajectory. And you look at what happened here with, um, with Barnabas and John Mark, even though they went their own way, look at what they did, look at what Paul and Silas did. So the division, if you like, disunity, still was for the good of the church. And, and that young kid that you're giving up on today could be the very person going to change the church or plant a church or, or bring a whole multitude to Christ um, just by you investing that one frustrating moment mm. in that child. So when we look at the Bible and we see the impact that Mark had uh, on the Christian church, we can very clearly see that you know Paul was in the wrong here. Paul had egg on his face. <laughs> majorly, majorly in the wrong. And once again, you know, sometimes I think we look at these great you know, Bible heroes, just gi- spiritual giants, and we put them on a very high pedestal and it's like, well, they could not possibly ever do anything wrong. Uh, and you read the stories of, you know, even where Paul rebukes Peter because Peter became racist, you know, there in, in uh, the book of Galatians. And, 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 and we think, well, well, Peter could have done something wrong because we've, you know, we've read, we know Peter, but, but Paul not possibly, couldn't possibly be Paul doing something wrong. And of course, Luke, who is writing this account, account, is a very close friend of Paul's. He traveled with Paul everywhere. Um, and, 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 and so you can, you sort of, you know, you get this impression that, well, they, they, these guys, they couldn't, they, they couldn't do anything wrong. And yet we find that, uh, yeah, Paul really, and, and Luke records the account of how badly Paul handled this situation. It's in there for a reason to teach us that, hey, everything happens for a reason, for a season, and, and, um, for God's purposes. And God brings all things to good out of everything that goes on. I think this story is here to say, Never give up on our on our young kids, our our, our teenagers, our youth. Um, get alongside them, mentor them, be an encourager like Barnabas was, and watch what God does. Mm. It's, it's incredible to think that it's, it almost seems like Paul himself has forgotten where he came from, and that that God didn't give up on him. And here he is. Like, <laughs> this if you is think a very about it, relevant. Right? Yeah, yeah, very yeah. relevant. Oh, yeah. He should have looked at John Mark and go, "Do you know what? I was way worse one time." And God didn't give up on me, and look where I am now, and I'll have to give this kid a chance because Jesus gave me several chances. So, yeah. And we're, we're all in that boat in the end. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Was Paul humble enough to acknowledge his mistakes? I think later on he did. Yeah. 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 And I think this is a really important lesson that we need to learn right here is that we all make mistakes. Um, the greatest spiritual giants that there are in the Bible made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Big time. And the key to making a mistake is not that we don't ever make mistakes. The key to it is be humble when you do. And getting back up and keeping Mm -hmm. on going. Get back up, keep going, and acknowledge the fact that, yes, that was a stuff-up of Mm -hmm. epic proportions. Mm -hmm. And Paul actually goes out of his way to specifically mention Mark uh, on a couple of occasions. Um, 
and in many ways I see that this is Paul, you know, finding his opportunities to set this situation right. Is, yeah. This is like, for the record. Trying to atone. Yeah. Ah, you know? he says, I'm going to put him in there because I, I made a mistake and I'm going to write about it so people Ex- learn from this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, of course, it's preserved for us today. Praise <laughs> God. Let's go to uh, Colossians chapter 4. And we're going to read verse 10. Um, we might actually... Um, we might actually go to our music break before we actually read this particular passage. But there's a couple of passages where Paul mentions Mark and the kind of person that Mark has become and grown into and the amazing things that God has been able to do with him and through him. So basically this is Paul eating humble pie. This is Paul eating humble pie and setting an example for the rest of us that you know we would all do very well to follow. But we're going to be back right after we listen to uh, Melissa Otto.
Welcome back, guys. That was Melissa Otto with Father of the Fatherless. Do we got any clues left or not? We're all done. I believe we do have a clue. Yes, yes, we have one last clue left for our quiz. It's a what creature am I quiz, of course, as you know. The last clue is Jonah was swallowed up by a large one of these creatures. Oh. Yes. It's obvious yeah, now, isn't I've it? I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Darren knows it. I know Darren's, it. Lyle knows Darren's it. Darren's a bit slow. It took him a while, but he's there now. He's there now. Give us a call. Saying, what the, I didn't even open the Bible. I was in the car. I could actually open the Bible up. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call if you know the answer. Our number here is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. Today's prize is a really beautiful uh, copy of the Bible. It's a hardcover, uh, blue leather with red... Uh, what's that little thing that dangles out the bottom? Red page keeper thing, bookmark thing. <laughs> bookmark. Sorry, bookmark I'm sunburnt. I have a migraine. The dangly bit. Frying her The brain. ribbon. The ribbon. It has a red ribbon bookmarker. It it's really beautiful. Red letter. Red letter. Red I think ribbon. it does, and it has like it has Bible study resources in the back or in the front. I'm not sure. And um, yeah, it's it's like a blue alligator kind of leather. It's uh, it's the NIV, so it's more of like a. Like oh, it's a, got maps. It's, it's got, got maps. color oh. full full color maps. Yeah, it's um it's more like a, a novel reading as yeah, opposed to concordance in the back. Yeah, concordance. <laughs> it's not so much. Um, the producer is out there holding it up through the window and showing us all of the uh, features of this particular. I can see like like little section headings and chapter headings. It doesn't have red letter for the words of Christ, but it's got everything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, and ribbon. it's not. I wouldn't really matches, matches this color of the skin. I wouldn't skin, really. Mom. Just, I'm gonna smack you, lot. You'll be red too. <laughs> it's not really. A, it's not really um, a study Bible per se. It's more like an easy reading Bible. So it's the NIV. Uh, if you would like a good study Bible, then uh, maybe check out like the NKJV or the KJV or so. So yeah, but anyway, <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> it's an awesome Bible, awesome I just, prize. No, if you're just looking for some, Mom's like, just been hammering this one all morning. Sorry, but anyway, I, was, I just, I just, I just want to be very clear. I don't want to get, I just don't want to get into trouble. You know, I just don't want to get into trouble. It's an awesome Bible. It prize. is an awesome. It is, it's it a beautiful. It it's, just give us a call one eight hundred three two four eight four three and tell us what was it that swallowed Jonah. Moving on with our Bible study this morning. I just want to say. It's the most beautiful Bible we've given away. In terms of aesthetics, it's very beautiful. It is. Yeah, nice, nice, blue. Color. nice blue. All right. Uh, we're going to Colossians four. chapter 4, verse 10 and 11. Darren, if you could read that one for us. Yes. So that I don't get into trouble from Mon. Mon's still on her drinking water and cures yeah. here. Um, 10 and 11. So, Artakakis, my fellow prisoner, greets you with Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, about whom you received instructions if he comes to you. Welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are my fellow workers for the kingdom of God who are of the circumcision. They have proved to be a comfort to me. Okay, so here you have Paul speaking about Mark, who is Barnabas's cousin. So it gives you a little bit more insight why Barnabas may have given him a bit more slack. More nepotism. He, yes. uh, you know, he knew the family. He was related to the family as part of the family. And, and so, um, you know... Maybe this is why it gives him more slack, but I just see that Barnabas saw potential in the guy. Yeah, and was yeah. like, you know, this guy's going to go better. a long way. Yep. And yep. here Paul's like, yes, these are my fellow workers, and they have you know, been proven themselves to have been of great assistance to him. What's significant in this passage is that the book of Colossians was written while Paul was in prison. So this was uh-huh. a, during a period in which persecution has broken out, you know, specifically against Paul. It exists against Christians across the empire, and anyone who's closely associated with Paul is going to be a marked man. Yeah. 
Paul is writing this from prison. And he is openly naming these guys as guys who have had the courage to stand up and be counted and to assist him. And won't do a runner. Yes, and have not done a runner um, when things got hard or things got scary or the persecution came. You know, Mark is somebody who has learned to, uh, to be faithful in all kinds of situations. And so, yes, we have uh, Paul here um, eating his humble pie and saying, you know, just in case you have the wrong impression about John Mark. Yeah, this guy is a tremendous blessing. Yeah. You have well, it says he's actually written instructions about him. So he's it's not he's written out to the church saying, "Hey, this guy's awesome. When he comes, you need to welcome him, listen to him." So, yeah. so it's like he's making sure that he's, what he did earlier mm-hmm. is not taken into account. That he's this not tainting guy, his name. This guy's awesome. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's so. got a written reference from Paul. How would you like to have a written reference from oh, the cool. Apostle Paul? That'd be pretty cool. In all the churches yeah. you go to. Yeah, that's right. It's like, uh, yeah, you come with references. We're not quite sure who you are, whether you'll be any good or not. Well, here's a letter from. Paul. <laughs> it's like, yes, okay, please preach. Um, all right, so we move on to Second uh, Timothy chapter 4 and verse 11. Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 11. So Second Timothy, just to be, give a bit of context, once again, Paul is in prison. Uh, this is probably much later in his imprisonment. Uh, this would be his second imprisonment, right, whereas Colossians would have been written during his first imprisonment. Persecution now has become much more severe because now Paul is actually about to lose his life. Mm. And so being associated with somebody like that, yeah, maybe not such the, the, the greatest political move, but um, yeah, Darren, would you like to read that one for us, please? For, verse what? Second Timothy 4, verse 11. Verse 11 says, Only Luke is with me. Get Mark... And bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally opposite to what we're just reading yeah. Acts. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this is also, there's, there's an interesting clarification here because some people might come to the conclusion that, you know, because Luke wrote the book of Acts and Luke wrote the story about John Mark, that maybe Luke didn't like the guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Some, some people have argued, oh, Luke didn't like Mark, you know, and this is why Luke's writing this bad story about him. It's like, no, no, no. Paul is making it very clear. Luke is here with me and send Mark because this is the team that I need for ministry right, right now. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So John, John Mark's now one of the people that is, Paul says is, is one of the people in the churches that we need to um, have there. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the man. He's the man. He's, he's, Paul's he's done a, about turn. He is a a critical part, a critically important part of you know. And and Paul could be you know he could be calling for Silas. He could be calling for you know any any number of other people that worked with him on various mission trips and in versus various mission endeavors. But it's Mark that he's calling for. You know when 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 the, when, when, the when he comes down. when the chips are down he's coming to the end of his life he's about to be executed he wants to see the work go forward he needs somebody who's going to have the courage to take this work forward in the middle of intense persecution and he is calling for Mark. So this guy has made uh, both of these people have made a major turnaround. Mark has found his courage, and Paul has been humble enough to eat his, admit, pie. <laughs> eat his humble pie and admit that, yeah, he was dreadfully wrong right here. Yeah. And, and the thing is, um, yeah, the, the John Marks out there today, where are they? Um, exactly. They? So let's talk yeah. about that. How yeah. many John Marks do you have in your church right now that you don't know oh, about? Oh, I don't know. There's probably heaps out there. Exactly. But and and, and is, you, as a, you as a listener, how do we actually tap into these John Marks? How do we find them? And then how do we, how do we mentor them for ministry? Mm. That's right. 
That's right. Um, and the thing is, it's often just a word or two of encouragement in their life that can turn them around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so don't look on the outside. Learn their name. Affirm them. Involve them. Encourage them and walk alongside them. And give them opportunity for ministry. And when they fail epically... Pick them up pick and them keep up. on going. Abs- and believe in them. That's right. Yeah, this is the thing that I really see that was transformative in Mark's life was the fact that Barnabas actually believed in him because, you know, after you've after you've failed so epically and so publicly, you know, when John Mark turns back up, you know, in Antioch and he has this, um, you know, he, he's, he's just disappeared from the trip and he's by himself. You can imagine the rest of the church like, what is going on right here, you know? Yeah. What, what is it that's taking place? You know, what's wrong with this kid? And he would have felt terrible, I absolutely terrible. Yeah. And then you have this this further situation where Paul won't have anything to do with him, and it would have felt terrible again. But he turns around and becomes a great servant for God. He this is vocal union.
Yes, it's easier said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Do you enjoy fantastic food, fun, friends and fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in and a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. Where? At the Adventist Church on Newcastle Road, Walls End, number 63. Is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts 10 a.m. every Thursday. Great. I'll see you there.
Welcome back, everybody. You were listening to Randy Travis there with Through the Fire, right here on Faith FM. It's come for time for question of the day, and our question of the day today, Mon, is what? Ah, yes, very sticky question, perhaps, Lyle Fleer. Where does my tithe go? I have no idea. Oh, you don't? I have none whatsoever at all. I know. Why, why ask me? Oh, okay. It goes in a little basket. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, my tithe goes out digitally. Oh. Yes, just do it on your phone, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, more up to date than most, but kind of... Should maybe define it, 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 what it tithe looks, is? It looks bad in church because we don't put anything in the basket. But it does look bad in church because, the offering basket or bag or plate, whatever it is. But who uses cash these days? Yes, cashless society. It's like you literally have to go to the ATM to get cash out to go to the church. I know, I never use cash. <laughs> Maybe okay, we should, but this um, is a very important point. Okay, so let me let me let me just address the actual question of where does our tithe go, and the the reason I say I don't know the answer is because I don't know which church you're involved with, and every church deals with tithe di- deals with tithe differently from every other church. What I can share with you is the biblical principles behind tithe and what tithe was set aside for and what it is. Uh, ordained by God to be used for, or maybe just what it is. I'm yeah, sure okay, and, and like what it tithe? is. Yeah, because that's, that's a word that is um, outside of Christianity. Uh, if you're not a Christian, you'd be thinking, "What on earth is that word?" Well, the word tithe simply means a tenth. Um, and if you go to Leviticus chapter 27 and verse 30, it says, "All the tithe of the land, or all the tenth of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, it is the Lord's. It is holy under the Lord." Um, and it goes on to talk about uh, and, and concerning the tithe of the herd or of the flock or whatever passes under the rod. The tenth shall be holy under the Lord. And so the Bible very, very simply describes tithe as being a tenth of what you produce. And, of course, this was an agrarian society, so in an agricultural context, your production is what you produce at an agricultural level. So in ancient Israel, for instance, when this was being written, when you harvested your field, a tenth of that would go to God as tithe. Uh, when you you know, had your flock of sheep, a tenth of the increase of your flock of sheep or cows or whatever it might be would go to the Lord as tithe and it would there be used. Now, you might be wondering, well, what, to, what, what is it used for? Numbers chapter 18 gives the answer as to what tithe was to be used for, that tenth. So we go to Numbers chapter 18 and we will go to verse 21 where the Bible says, And behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth or all the tithe in Israel for an inheritance for their service which they serve even the service of the tabernacle of the congregation the tribe of levi were the ministers this was this this was the priesthood of ancient israel and as such god was like okay i don't want you guys going out and you know having to um, do manual labor to survive i want you to be dedicated to the full-time ministry of the word of god and the only way that you can have somebody who is dedicated full-time to the ministry of the word of god is for that person to have support and they were to be supported through the tithes they were given six cities that they were to live in and they were to be supported through the tithes and of course there were storehouses um Set up, you know, particularly at the temple where people would bring their tithes and the uh, Levites could live off of that. And so this is what tithe was set aside for. It was set aside for the work of the ministry. Now, of course, if we go over to the New Testament, we find in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 23 that Jesus there commands us in the New Testament to return a tithe. Paul picks up this same concept in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 
So we'll flick over to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And here he references tithe, uh, beginning in verse, uh, we'll begin in verse 13. It says, Do you not know that those which minister about holy things, in other words, the ministers, live of the things of the temple? That's the tithe that is brought into the temple. Uh, they which serve at the altar are partakers with the altar. Even so, he says, God has ordained that those who preach the gospel should live of the gospel. And here, this is a direct reference to tithe and the storehouses that were associated with the temple in relationship to tithe. And Paul says, you know, God has ordained that this is how it is to work in the New Testament church. And so, uh, for instance, okay, so, so tithe is very clearly set aside for the work of the ministry. Um, within my faith community, that means that tithe is used to support the ministers, but it is not used to support you know many of the other functions um, of the church which tithe was not ordained for. There should be a difference, and the Bible creates a difference between tithe and offerings. Thank you so much, Lyle. If you have a question, give us a call one eight hundred Faith FM. It seems too good to be All my worries and doubts released Jesus cares for me I was all alone without a trace of hope
right, guys, that was Bart Millard and Vince Gill with Jesus Cares For Me here on Faith FM. We have come to the end of the breakfast show. And at the end of the breakfast show, we give something away like we always do, and we have a book that has uh, been donated this morning that we that I think is an exceptionally important subject. Yeah. And so I am making this available. This time. We don't always give a, a, a donated book away, but this one is such an important subject. Yeah, sometimes that we have so. um, listeners who like to donate uh, prizes for us to give away because they do know that we know we working with the budget but yeah this is, this is a this book is, that we mentioned earlier like, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go on <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were going to mention it no, okay we, it's we called mentioned it earlier every young man's battle mm-hmm. um strategies for victory in the real world of sexual temptation we talked about uh, screen temptation earlier and screen yeah, addictions screen earlier yeah uh, sexual temptation and screen addiction go hand in hand. Oh, very closely hand in uh, hand. If you've got a screen addiction, then as a young man, then you're going to you going. So to very sexual... easy and a very short slippery yeah. slope into into um, sexual temptation. So yeah, if you have a young man in your life or you are a young man, <clears throat> the time to call is now one eight hundred Faith FM is our number. We have one copy of this book to give away. Uh, it's totally for free. Just be the first person to call through on that number. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three, and uh, we'll send it out to you. So this is a really important book. It's a very important topic for every young man. Uh, so yeah, give us a call, get a copy of that for yourself or for someone you know. Yeah, both for you or for your sons. If you've got some sons that are sort of, uh, if they're eight years older or eight years old or older, then uh, you know that they are being confronted by pornography already. Um, that's the world in which we live. And of course, don't forget, if you would like to know more about the Bible, if you have enjoyed the Bible studies that we do here on Faith FM every morning and you would like to know more about it, then we have a multitude of ways that you can learn more about the Bible. If you'd like to join a small group, then give us a call. If you would like to uh, do one-on-one Bible studies, we can arrange that as well. If you would like to do a Bible study by correspondence, we have a whole bunch of courses that are available that way. Uh, But right now, stay tuned. Great programming coming up.